Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic, where we get to know the people behind the creative industries. We are your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber-Smith, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. And I'm singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Marcia Novelli. If you'd like to be a part of my new solo album, please visit marcianovelli.com slash pledge. This week, we are joined by singer-songwriter Morgan Miles. Morgan completed her first solo record in 2009, writing every song and promoting it throughout Europe. Shortly after, she opened for Reba McIntyre and played at the 2010 Olympics in Vancouver. However, her most eye-opening moment was performing for US troops departing for Iraq at Camp Shelby, Mississippi, where she rediscovered the power of music. She also caught the attention of BMI's Mark Mason and was featured in the Key West Songwriters Festivals, BMI Buzz Showcases, as well as BMI Presents. Morgan's latest EP received great reviews from the industry, including Music Row magazine, Taste of Country, as well as CMT, who aired an exclusive premiere of her new music video, Whiskey Dreaming. We're excited to hear more about Morgan's experience so far and the advice she'd offer to fellow musicians. Hey, Morgan, welcome to Bridge Atlantic. Hello, how is everybody doing today? <laughs> not not too bad. Good. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to, well. maybe, maybe Ross isn't doing. Maybe he's doing bad. <laughs> I didn't mean to speak for you, Ross. And I also, I also, this is the first time I've actually welcomed the guest to Bridge Atlantic. It felt weird. It felt so official. Like, welcome to Bridge Atlantic. <laughs> you know, I basically, know. Uh, Ross, I'm I'm awkward. So, and I, I'm well, I'm really... I'm just as awkward, okay. and I think that's why this show does or doesn't work because we're both pretty socially awkward. I think that's true. So let's try to balance that a little bit and have Morgan tell us three things about herself that everyone should know. Oh gosh, three things. Um, well, um, I was stung by a man of war when I was thirteen. How about that one? That's a weird one. I'm a certified sailor. Um, and I love music. I don't know. This is not good for me. I mean, I'm like, I'm like on the spot right now. There was one time when, when a guest actually turned that question on us and we were like, no oh, idea. Yeah. Like, there, who was no that? idea. I'd say, I don't even have three things about myself that anyone should know. I know. And I, I, I can think. Yeah. Of you think we would have deleted the, the, the question because of how awkward it is, but I think that's why we kept it because of how awkward it made oh us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a bit Thank of an you. icebreaker. I mean, it makes yeah. you feel as awkward as we feel on our day to day lives. So we're all even <laughs> totally there. All even. <laughs> um, so actually, I kind of want to jump into uh, talking a little bit about how I found your music in the first place. Mm. Um, although, I'm going to say this as if this is as if this is fact, but I can't actually remember 100%, but I think it was on a Spotify Discover Weekly playlist, and it was your track Wicked was featured on that playlist. And oh, I, I just remember... Great vocal performance on that, by the way. Woo. Yeah, it was, it was that that totally grabbed me. And I remember actually tweeting you the moment I heard it. I was like, I need to know who this girl is. I need to know. And I tweeted you, and I was like, heard Wicked on Spotify, loved it. 
and uh, and you know I've been following your music ever since. Um, but reading your bio today, uh, it's the first time I've actually read your bio and kind of seen how much you've done. Um, it's incredible. So congratulations, first of all. Yeah, well, um, I want to jump in and just say that as a testament, and you, you should feel proud of yourself right now, Morgan, because he heard the music first. Yes, I knowing I, nothing about you or anything you've done. He heard the music first. Yeah. So that, that's, I mean, for me, I think that's why branding wise and everything, I've been really focused on uh, making sure things are very simplistically visually and trying to um, really make sure that people hear the music first and foremost. So, yeah, thank you. That means a lot to me. And Wicked's not even on my EP. So it's good that you that's kind of like. I don't even know when I did that song. It's a, it's a while ago, but um, I still think it's got some potential to do some really cool stuff in the future. Well, you've also, so. you've also it's in a okay. death storm. It's in a movie coming out. Um, it just came out um, called a, it's called the death storm. It's an independent film, but it's, it's incredible. I just went to the premiere here in Nashville. So I think that movie is going to do really well. So, Morgan, you've opened up for uh, some pretty big acts. Uh, what have you learned from them, and how has that helped you with your own tours and shows? I mean, for me, I, I actually was a road musician for um, a girl named Crystal Shawanda, and um, I learned a lot from that because we were on tour with Reba, who's in a country. But um, for me, since I was always behind the main performer for a while, I got to see how it feels to be part of the band and really be the band versus the leader. And if you want, it's just like being on a soccer team. If you're the captain of your team, you got to treat everybody equally to be their best. And you're, you're going to set the tone, the energy. So if you want people to really play for you and feel like family to make the best just about treating others how you want to be treated and truly it's a story of life i find that very interesting because um you've gotten the perspective of not being the lead person you know um which i think gives you an appreciation for what it feels like to be backing the artist right i think a lot of people maybe if they haven't been in that um situation they might not have an appreciation for it like that like you have so the fact that you realize it's like a team and everyone's there together i like that 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 uh, it was uh and I, I don't want to put down anybody, but it was it was a very, very hard uh, tour that I went on. And I, I I was pretty disrespected on a lot of levels. And from then on, I, I it did. It, I'm glad it happened to me because it truly makes me incredibly aware on many levels of how I want people to feel about me and and whatnot. So Can you talk hey. about the Reba, Reba McIntyre tour. Well, Reba was incredible. I had, oh, okay. She was incredible. They were they really became my family and my parents oh, wow. because they I think they could tell that I was pretty miserable. And so, um, you know, but that's what I'm saying. The people that are at the top and most most in life, they're just incredibly humble, good people. And Reba's obviously at the top. She takes care of all of her people. Like even if they only get an hour in a hotel room, she'll get them each a hotel room. Like she just really she came up to me and I was like in catering one night and I was sitting there alone and she's like, Hey girl, are you okay? You need a hug. Like it's a good person. It costs nothing, you know? And it's simple as that is. That's basically what I learned. Like, you know, 
We've definitely experienced mm-hmm. that with, with people that we've had on the show. Like some of the, the people we've had on who are really like at the top of their game and really doing really big things, they're so humble and they're so generous with their time. And you can tell, you know, obviously they're talented as well. That, that you know, that's obviously a big part of it. But it's their attitude that totally makes mm-hmm. the difference. It's like because there are so many talented people out there, but if you have a bad attitude if you don't treat people well mm-hmm. then you know that's going to hold you back is like you might think yeah i'm stepping all over these people to get to the top is like but that's not how it works it's like you might get to the top for a very brief moment but you know people aren't going to support you because if you're not a good person no then and i think you can feel that through music period i think fans and music you know music lovers they can tell if you're being genuine for what you're singing. And if you're really just doing it for the wrong reasons of just wanting to be a star and be in the limelight, I think you pick that up from when a singer is before you and you're like, well, you know, you're just not digging it, you know? So I think that just goes hand in hand. <laughs> Let's go back to uh, 2013 for a minute. You recorded an alternative rock project with Vance Powell, which taught you the uh, type of production what uh, worked with your voice? Yes. Um, um, well, and Wicked was recorded um, in that whole process, but we recorded it um, on tape and we did everything live, which was so oh, wow. and cool. And um, really at that time, country music was just really struggling with females. And so I still had to be creative and have an outlet. And so um, I worked with a guy named Matt King. We wrote for six months straight, and then we went in and recorded some really cool sound band and stuff, and really just for TV and film type stuff. But um, sure, we all, but it was it was really cool. I mean, just recording on tape is just gives you a whole other gritty vibe, which is. But for me, in country and people, they hear my big voice. They want to really put a lot of guitars, loud distortion stuff. I don't know why. And finally, I got to the point I was like, we got to take all the guitars away. Really only use simplistic guitar playing, like one guitar. And all of a sudden, there was just room because vocally, I fill up a lot of space already. And I finally took, like, you know, stance. I was like, less is more with my voice. And, you know, rather than keeping the production up and over-compressing all this stuff, and it's just... So, for me, I'm a very soulful and I wanted all those little cracks and grit and all that thing to be heard. And um, I think finally, you know, soul never ends up going away in any genre that you think of. And so for me, I'm doing the country thing. It's just kind of my place, but it's just who I am, you know? So the thing with the, the soul, I think with Chris Stapleton and Adele and you've got, you know, Sam Smith, they're just singing old soul but it's coming from the heart and it keeps it keeps renewing itself in a cool way and that's just kind of where I've always lived and felt where I belong. So uh, but in soul music there's not it's less is more. And then when you go see a concert, you really hear what the album kind of sound like, but even more, there's room to be creative live too. So it's so funny you say that. Just to relate for a moment here, that's kind of where I, as a as a singer songwriter too, that's where I've kind of been opening up is a little away from. There's room for having the big guitars, and some songs call for that, but allowing 
allowing room and space sometimes to to allow the voice to soar rather than keeping it tucked here because everything else has to be along with it. I love that idea, and I've been playing around with that as well. Um, so it's really exciting to hear you explain that in a very, very beautiful way, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like the kind of the sort of mi- maybe not minimal minimals, maybe not the right word, but you know, like a sparser kind of arrangement mm-hmm. gives the voice more space. And yeah, you can really hear the personality in a voice. Mm-hmm. I think when there's less, you know, stuff kind of overlaid or you know drowning it out. And that's where I think connection can really be made is when you can hear the cracks and the grit and the grain and like the imperfections. You know, all those little yeah, the imperfections is what <laughs> makes a voice a voice and. And that's what makes it unique to you because no one has your voice. Um, And, you know, yeah, I I, I love that. And that's why um, it's one of the reasons I like when, when, you know, when bands do maybe an acoustic version of a song or even take a a step further, a whole album. Um, We recently interviewed a guy called Bright Light, Bright Light, and his music's very kind of like synthy kind of pop music. Mm -hmm. But he always releases piano and vocal only versions of his music as well so he's got this whole piano vocal album and i was listening to it the other day and i was like this guy is an amazing songwriter and it's like i really like the fully produced stuff but it's really when you hear it in its you know more simple form mm-hmm. you think wow this is even better than you know than you think yeah and i'm a fan of both but i think too for me um i'm i live in Nashville and I, I grew up in Pennsylvania but when I really got to Nashville and the songwriter rounds and really hearing the songwriter that actually wrote the song in with just your guitar you understood the importance of the three minute story and it, it became like a whole nother movement in my life because yeah you hear it in its raw form there's something incredible about the dignity of a song if it can stand alone it's a good song. I always say that. I always say if you can if you can play it with just an acoustic guitar or an acoustic instrument and your voice, you know, nine times out of ten, the song's good if it works like that. Yeah. Again, in the opposite way, a dance song I think usually works better as a dance song. Yeah. <laughs> as a there's song. There's definitely lovers of uh some people just totally prefer me acoustic and others prefer my band. It's like yeah. so hard to like oh. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. you can't please everyone. Yeah. Gotta do it straight to you. Um, so now, just, like when I list my shows, I'm like acoustic, <laughs> full band. Yeah, yeah. We, you and I can relate so much. I do the same thing. That's <laughs> hilarious. Um, so the experience with uh, Vance Powell, um, I'm interested to know how how that kind of related to your following EP. Um, how did it how did it influence uh, your approach to writing and recording since then? Um, we recorded the EP very differently. We, we built the tracks and we overdubbed and stuff versus, and we didn't track. We actually built them from more of an R&B soul way. Vance was like a whole different thing, but granted, I want to go in. My dream is to take the album that I did do. We released the EP of the album, but I want to go to Muscle Shoals, record live with my band and do it the way that Vance and I had done on tape and do like the live sessions at Schultz or something like that, which is really cool. I mean, I, I'm still totally influenced with, with um, Vance. I learned, I learned a lot about simplicity of sound and how to really capture a live performance. He wasn't, you know, I hate 
when people, I've seen so many demos and all this stuff all the time is to make a living. And the one thing that I hate though is taking like line by line because I feel like you lose performance and you lose, you know, you lose, you know, the meaning of why you're singing. You just get monotonous. And and so with that, I, I mean, me and my producer kind of fought a while on uh, on that aspect because he he's an R and B hip hop producer doing like a country thing, and you know, people would be like, "Morgan's too good of a singer for you to make her go song," you know, from line to line, and it became like a a thing. But truly, blood, sweat, and tears went into this. <laughs> that wouldn't work for me. You got you got to have the performance. You can't do yeah, line by line. Yeah, and eventually, no, he he gave in to that yeah, idea. Yeah, see. At the end of the day, yeah. you're the artist. Right. <laughs> you're hiring the producer. And I don't care well, who no, the, I, I didn't right. hire him. He, oh, okay. he basically um, invested in me. So it oh, really well. was... A, <laughs> well, a, never mind. That's a different situation. It's truly an effusion of his world with my world. And we really, you know, co-produced this EP because he, he never did a country album. There was nothing about country, but it was so cool to have us meet in the middle of soul and figure out how we could really work together to make a different sound. So that's kind of how that went. I mean, Vance taught me a lot. Like, I think it's not, I'm never going to lose that. It's just, there's so many different ways. But one thing I did learn was truly about the simplicity of instruments and really choosing the right type and where to add. And you don't need it. You don't need it. Interesting. Absolutely. Um, so you mentioned the dust storm a little bit earlier. Um, you also had music featured in the Music City USA documentary. Um, how how did these opportunities come about? Um, you like know, for your music Stone, to be featured. Rolling Stone. They just contacted me through um, through my website. They heard it. I think because of the Boston Globe had written a review, and um, I also. Um, had some media happen with Nashville Country Weekly magazine. I, I ended up playing for that staff one day and I made them like some pecan tarts. They must have tasted really good because I ended up in three magazine articles and I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, just very random, like contacting me from, and I'm like, huh? <laughs> It's all about like, being open opportunities, right? Allowing kind of yeah. the universe to bring you things. You know? I truly, I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> because it's Love just it. like, they're so random. that. It, but I think it is like a tripling effect. And you just hope that, you know, uh, but um, yeah, it's just been kind of them. And the Spotify lists have been really helping me a lot, a lot. Um, Great. So Morgan, yeah. I want to I want to make things a little uh, silly and fun here, and uh, jump right into twenty questions. Are you ready? I'm. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Coffee or tea? Tea. Meat or veggies? Meat. Oh, <laughs> my veggies, vegan heart. <laughs> I need both. I don't like beef. I need both. We'll just move on. TV or Netflix? TV. <laughs> Twitter or Facebook? Um, Twitter. Yoga or yogurt? Yogurt. You're like, no. <laughs> it's okay. I'll forget. <laughs> Canada or Scotland? 
Oh my God, I love, no, that's like Outlander versus my family. I have like all this family from Canada. <laughs> oh, I, gotta, really? I gotta go with my family, Canada. All right, performing or songwriting? Guys, come on. You have to oh. pick, you have to pick. Oh performing. <laughs> Carrie Underwood or Kelly Clarkson? I guess I gotta stick with country, Carrie Underwood. <laughs> This is painful for her. Tennessee or Pennsylvania? What? <laughs> Tennessee, because I'm going to live here the rest of my life. <laughs> Talent or attitude? Talent? How, what, and what, what do you mean? Talent or attitude? Um, yeah, so like... Let's see. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Bjork? <laughs> or like Alanis Morissette? And that sounds bad. I'm not insulting either one of them. I'm just saying Alanis Morissette kind of came up with more attitude. She's talented as well, but no, I mean, like, I think would help push her. This is I'm such back a loaded question. Years. Okay, I'm going to go with talent. Okay. <laughs> and I swear to God, I was a huge fan of Alanis Morissette. That is not an insult to her. I think she is amazing. I would love to get her on the show. Uh, okay, yeah. Modern so Family going, or The Office? I'm going to go with The Office. Good. Good choice. Okay. Although I do love Modern Family yeah, too. It's great. Too. Just not as much as the office. Uh, yeah. CD or vinyl? Vinyl. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Johnny Cash or Elvis Presley? <sighs> You're killing me. <laughs> We're doing our job. How about yeah. Elvis Cash? <laughs> here's another here's another uh yeah, this should be a very difficult one. Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? Jackson. Michael Jackson. <laughs> Why do you think you're going to say Bolt? We've had people pick the Bolt. We've had people pick the Bolt. Not many. But, but when they do, they're passionate about it. Oh, about yeah. His passion is Ross is about the Bolt. Because he was raised by Michael Bolton. <laughs> wow. No, See, not actually, not by. Like not music. by. <laughs> It's like, is it is it Barry Manilow that has like the incredible following that I'm thinking I of? Think, I think Barry Manilow has an obsessive, yeah. like, scary following, yeah. And I opened for Rick Springfield once and that was like the same thing. Like, really, eh? <laughs> yeah, like it was just like, whoa, tattoos of his face like on their chest. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, that's, that's, that's scary. Um, so education or experience? You need both to survive, guys. You gotta pick one, Morgan. You gotta pick one. I'm gonna go with education. My wine or whiskey? Sure. Wine or whiskey? Again, that's like both. I'll go with whiskey because of whiskey dreaming. <laughs> that's why I put that in there. Now, we only ask this one because it rhymes. Whale or kale? Don't try and make sense of it. Don't try and make sense of it. Bet Midler or the Riddler? <laughs> the most important question Ross or Marcio? Yeah, nope, not fair. Done. So you're not going to pick? I'm cashing out. I'm just done. Finally, someone who is clever enough to realize that you're not actually supposed to answer that question. <laughs> that is terrible. And we, I'd say Did we're almost, at, that? We're oh, almost yeah. at 100 interviews now. And I think probably I'd say 90 plus percent of people have no. picked. 
No, they picked at least somebody. The oh, okay. And of that 90%, 90% have picked Ross. <laughs> Not so I'm glad true. when someone hasn't picked somebody, so now I don't have to feel awkward. Because <laughs> it's always me that loses. Um, Morgan, I want to ask you something. Um, and this is always kind of, you know, I mean, the hindsight is 2020 kind of thing. Um, what is one thing that you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out? I wish I had um, known how to, A, not compare myself to anybody, B, stay true to really of who I am, and, like, I, I wish I had known just to stay positive about your future and why you do music and just not get caught up with, say, all the, the BS of music. There's definitely a lot of that, but it has nothing to do with why you really do music and I wish I had just had more of like the focus of the positive nature because truly the universe and all that the positivity thing I've really it's changed my life and, and it lines up with my faith so I just wish I had known more about it oh well that's my friend and he just got signed and look at me and like what am I doing and I, I did that a lot and I and I have friends that still do that themselves i'm always like just don't compare yourself to anyone stay on your your god has a journey for all of us just stay on your path you know i love i love to hear you say that because uh i've got the same idea and mindset of course i i waver off sometimes i think we all do we all we all fall off that path and get into a negative mindset because it's so easy because we live in such a negative world it takes it shouldn't take effort but it almost takes effort to step out of that negativity and but when you are there when you're in that positive mindset nothing can tear you down you know and you just keep i, I love that you said that you just reminded me i needed a reminder you know what i mean and yeah. it's a reminder to stay on the right path you know just do you kind of thing you know yeah. don't worry about what everyone else is doing you know encourage other people and those that want to encourage you back accept it those that have ne something negative say let it fall away yeah. you know you don't need that um so i love it it's working out for you and, and and keep doing that because no matter what that's the only thing you can control is your mindset <laughs> you yeah, know? We're, we're, you your know, outlook. we're when i truly fi finally felt peace of mind was like we're on this earth to be happy and do what makes you happy and, and do whatever it takes to get there but, you know, life's too short to not be happy. <laughs> so That's perfect. And that's, that's simple but true. And uh, I'm loving everything you're saying. And I think uh, everyone needs to uh, continue to follow what you're doing and what you're saying by going to your website. What is that? Um, MorganMilesLive.com. Uh, that's, that's Miles, yeah. M-Y-L-E-S. Uh, your Twitter is as well as, um, your Twitter yeah, is also Morgan. Yeah, Morgan yeah. Miles Live, Morgan Miles Live, Twitter. Yeah, Snapchat, Instagram, Instagram Twitter, Facebook, all of Morgan Miles Live. That makes Ross happy. for consistency. Yes, yeah. Ross, yes. Ross, consistency. Ross is excited yeah. when it comes to consistency. Well, except you're about to see that I'm accidentally a hypocrite when I when I talk about consistency because mine are not consistent because I couldn't get them consistent, but that's Aww. neither here nor there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> As for me, I'm currently working on my second solo album, and you can be a part of it at marcinarelli.com slash pledge. I also recently released my award-winning documentary, Walking Proof, which chronicles the making of my debut solo album, and you can watch that for free at marcinarelli.com slash walkingproof. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify, which are all my name, Marcia Novelli. <laughs> 
and I'm working on websites for various artists at the moment. Um, you can check out my work and my blog at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi, and on Facebook is the Rogue One, which is Electric Kiwi Design. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Chris Keaton, the rock star advocate, Buck Naked Soap Company, and Social Surge. All links are in the show notes, so please check them out. They keep the show alive. And if you want to sponsor the show, visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. And I know that we just threw like so many links and things for you guys all to do right now. But finally, make sure you find us on the Internet, Bridge the Atlantic. Um, we are bridge the Atlantic.com. Our Twitter is bridge underscore Atlantic, which kind of looks <laughs> like a bridge. It's like bridging the bridge and Atlantic together. Uh, we're bridge the Atlantic on Instagram and all that crazy stuff. You know what? Just uh, search us online and you'll find us and um, follow us. And I'm going on and on now because we just like threw so much at you guys. I'm feeling so uncomfortable. Um, for anyone watching this and not listening, I'm going to turn my back now and let Ross finish the interview. <laughs> this is so much. We should do all our interviews this way. Is, um, it, be- is it better looking? This is so much better. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, um, Morgan, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I'm really glad I found your music. uh, Whenever I think it was maybe around a year or so ago that I I found you, but I'm really glad I found it. Um, I'm really glad we had a chance to finally uh, talk. Uh, Thank you for sharing your story and your advice with us. It's uh, much appreciated, and I'm really looking forward to hearing what uh, what comes next for you. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.